Got about six and a half minutes until the bell. Let's talk some more about the housing situation in America as interest rates have taken a clear toll as evidenced in this morning's Case-Shiller home prices data showing the worst decline that we've seen ever. Brad Dillman, chief economist at Cortland joins us. Uh, Brad, welcome back to the show. Great to be with you. Okay, so these numbers are uh, escalating to the downside uh, in a way that's uh, pretty shocking at this point. What do you make of the most recent batch of numbers? Yeah, it's definitely it's slowing down uh, faster than expected, right? So I think we all knew that we had a lot of home price appreciation. It was very strong. In year-over-year -year terms, it's going to slow down. It's doing so, but it's happening faster than we thought. And we're not just seeing that uh, in home prices. We're actually seeing it in the rental market as well. Where will the rental market um, go here as the uh, home sales have slowed? and those prices declined. There's a pretty big gap generally between the two. Is it closing a little bit here? Because at first it was like the home sales really slowed down, but rents were picking up. How, how long can those remain uh, disparate? Do they have to kind of come together? Well, I think what, what everybody's expecting really is you've had high mortgage rates that's reducing affordability and for purchase housing. That's probably gonna translate to at least on the rental side and the people who are renting as, as renting longer or higher income folks that might otherwise have bought a home. Uh, were lower rates available, they're going to be renters a little bit longer. So that's certainly going to put demand in the rental space. But there's a lot of movement. I think, you know, just you've got lower occupancy rates really as a result of the eviction moratoria burning off. And high rent growth has done its job. It's it's pushed people out of renting. So you do see an uptick perhaps in people living at home. But basically, you're looking at both slowing home price appreciation and slowing rent growth at the same time. And they're both slowing faster than expected. Will uh, this exist on paper and in data, or will it really matter for people's uh, livelihoods? I mean, it certainly matters for somebody who's looking for a home or trying to sell a home. Uh, but with home ownership, according to Ben Carlson at the top of the show, around 65%, for a lot of people that are in their homes, is this just something they watch like a stock that goes down that they own, but they don't sell it? You know, there's kind of always that uh, tongue-in-cheek joke, you know, not down if you didn't sell it. Right. Yeah. No, I, I think it, there's an element of that for sure. Certainly somebody that, that wants to buy and now can't uh, is, has got a little bit of a higher stress level. Uh, and yes. then there's going to be people that want to move. And then perhaps they can't because they can sit there and say, well, I might be able to get out of this house now, but I can't afford the mortgage on the next house that I'd want. No, by the way, I have to pay more for that house. Because while the year-over-year -year price appreciation is slowing down, even the Case-Shiller index at the actual index level is down several months. You know, you're, most of these people are still up very high from where they had bought. So to your point, yeah, it's kind of like uh, it's not really a, a, a big issue for them if they're not actually selling. But if they want to sell, that's a problem. So I think we're going to see some people. And I I'd suggested this before. Maybe we'll actually see an uptick or continuation of work from home simply because people can't get out of their house or, or they won't be able to when you consider the mortgage rate that they have today or consider the price of the home that they would have to buy in order to move, say, to a different metropolitan area. So it's tough for people that are looking for homes now that might have uh, uh, gotten late to the game. It's tough for those that want to sell the home that they're in. Is there an obvious solution other than just waiting? Uh, if you're in one of these markets that got really hot and cooled off really fast, uh, like a, a California market or maybe even some of the uh, Florida markets, stuff that went up really fast and now it's kind of uh, come down a bit. If you're sitting there with the home that you're trying to sell and getting no bites, uh, is there a solution other than just slashing price? I think it is possible to do an assumption of mortgage in some cases. Um, I'm, not, I'm not an expert in, in residential mortgages, but uh, that might be something that some people might look into. Uh, and aside from that, I think it is a waiting game because just like we're seeing in commercial real estate, again, Cortland's in multifamily apartments, 
a lot of folks just waiting on the sidelines. They're waiting for more accommodative financial conditions, be that floating rates at the front end for people in commercial real estate, or be that people just waiting for lower mortgage rates to bring them back into the for-purchase housing market. Is there any sign that the home builders uh, are confident enough uh, to keep building homes to uh, prevent a supply crisis further down the road that you've talked to us about before? Or will they uh, uh, freeze out and wait until they see the evidence in front of them? I think they've definitely lowered their expectations for starts. They've already slowed down on the single family side for sure. Uh, in some of the reports I read, it's uh, it's suggested that they're gonna dedicate as many as 20% uh, of new home sales or new, home, new single family starts really to the, the rental market. So they'd be building these single family homes for large institutions to, to purchase and, and rent out rather than being built for uh, an end user owner. Got it, okay. Uh, thanks for the update, Brad. Appreciate the check-in. Brad Dillman, Chief Economist at Cortland. Housing stocks having a good day though. After those Pulte Group earnings we talked about earlier,